your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 216 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Today's episode of Locked On Rangers is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you will get $10 off of your first order. And we got a lot to get through today, as has really been the case for just about every episode this week. It's just been kind of a crazy week for Ranger fans with the trade of Mark Stahl, the buyout of Henrik Lundqvist, the Jack Eichel trade rumors, free agency, the draft, the whole nine yards. And today we're going to get into the first three picks of day two by the Rangers, the first three picks from the second round going into the fourth round. And we're going to save the final four picks that the Rangers made yesterday for tomorrow's episode because I really want to give all these guys uh, their just due. I want to talk about each one of them a little bit. I don't want to just skim through the later round picks because that wouldn't be fair to those players. So like I said, we're going to be talking about the next three picks that the Rangers made. If you missed yesterday's episode, I highly recommend you start there because we talked quite a bit about, obviously, Alexi Lafreniere being picked number one overall by the Rangers. And then we also talk about the Rangers trading up from number 22 to number 19 to take Braden Schneider, a defenseman. So definitely a couple of curveballs on day one for the Rangers. And today, like I said, we're going to focus in on the next three picks that the Rangers made. And the first of all those picks is... William Cooley, and I will work on the pronunciation, but, you know, I was watching some YouTube videos. I saw Cooley himself pronounce it like that, or at least pretty close to that, but I will work on it. Uh, William Cooley, a left winger, selected number 60 overall by the New York Rangers, and it was made possible by the fact that the Rangers traded Leas Anderson to the Los Angeles Kings in exchange for that number 60 overall pick. I really like the move. Leah Sanderson at this point, you know, it's, it's just always something with him. And I think William Cooley, uh, definitely an intriguing prospect. We'll get to Leah Sanderson in due time here. But first, I want to talk about William Cooley, who will be joining the Rangers, as opposed to Leah Anderson, who is leaving the Rangers after quite an eventful tenure with the Blue Shirts. But let's talk about Cooley here. So this is the third overall pick of the draft for the Rangers. And to this point, they still have not taken a center. So it's definitely a little bit of a surprise for us Ranger fans. I think a lot of us thought that that number 22 overall pick would be used on a center. And even if not, that certainly a center would be following soon thereafter. But no, they actually go with a defenseman and now a left winger in Cooley. But I still do like this move here. I think the fact that he's a left winger is not necessarily ideal just because the Rangers, you know, they're going to have Kreider, they're going to have Panarin, they're going to have Lafreniere for many, many years going forward. So I'm not sure where he would fit in. I mean, it's possible that by the time Cooley makes his debut with the Rangers, which I don't think will happen this season, but maybe by the time he makes his debut, uh, the Rangers will be simply a much deeper team and he could slot in on the fourth line. Right now, being on the fourth line with the Rangers is not a good thing if you're somebody who is out there expected to produce points because they just don't have the kind of depth where 
you are going to be out there with guys who are scoring threats and guys who are capable of putting the puck in the net. We talked about that with Elias Anderson himself this past season when they started him on the fourth line, and he's out there with guys like Greg McKagan, Michael Haley every night. That's not going to lead to big-time production for somebody like Elias Anderson. But by the time that Cooley makes his way to the Rangers, and I don't think that'll be this season coming up, you never know. I mean, we've seen guys kind of force the issue and force their way onto the Ranger roster. So if Cooley plays well enough in the AHL, then maybe he has a chance to crack the Ranger roster at some point next season, but I would not count on it. I think uh, they would probably leave him with the Wolfpack to develop there. But by the time he does make his debut, maybe that Ranger fourth line isn't looking so bad. Maybe they've got a couple of guys out there who are at least capable of scoring goals, and maybe Cooley could slot in as the fourth line left winger, or maybe Cooley or somebody else, one of the other left wingers, can change positions if need be. We'll see how they go about it. But either way, Cooley definitely an intriguing player. You know, us Ranger fans, we always want a little more grit. I think Cooley brings that to the table. He's a big guy. Six foot three, 204 pounds, a power forward, goes to the dirty parts of the rink. He has said that he looks up to big physical power forwards, guys like Matthew Kachuk, Tom Wilson, and Jamie Benn. And he's a sniper. By all accounts, he's got just a lethal wrist shot. The shot just kind of explodes right off of his stick. And he had a really nice season for Windsor of the OHL this past season. 22 goals and 20 assists in 62 games. I'll read you guys a couple of scouting reports on Cooley as well. This comes from Elite Prospects. Cooley is one of the most naturally gifted one-touch scorers in this year's draft. Put the puck on his stick, and he'll do the rest. Cooley is a technically gifted shooter. He's got so much upper body strength on that six foot two, 201-pound frame of his, and he puts it to good use, generating quick-release wrist shots that explode off his stick's blade. And then this comes to us from Joey Tenuti of Central Scouting. I don't think I've seen him take a bad penalty. He's a pretty honest player, finishes his checks. He's not targeting anyone. When he's got an opportunity, he's going to finish his man. And then Tenuti went on to say, when you look at him off first glance, he looks like a pro. He's a big guy, skates well, soft hands, heavy shot, nice release. And then when you watch him and you see his ability to be hard to play against, finish the body, and when he finishes the body, guys are feeling it. So, hey, listen, if you guys want more physicality, more grit, more toughness, one of those big guys that's willing to go into the dirty parts of the rink and fight for the puck, you might be a big fan of Cooley whenever he makes his debut for the Rangers. So we will keep our eye on him. Very intriguing prospect. Nice blend of skill and grit. And I really like the pick. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Roman. Talking about ED isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like, I lost my bojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it. With a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash XXX and complete an online visit. ED used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. 
Today's episode of Locked on Rangers is brought to you by DoorDash. Between never-ending laundry cycles and incoming emails, you've got plenty on your to-do list. Give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Many of your local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and food will be left at your door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep communities we operate in safe. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. Don't forget that's code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. We've also got to look at this trade from the other side, and that is, of course, the Elias Anderson portion. He is no longer a New York Ranger. And for the Kings, I guess it makes a little bit of sense because... I suppose that Leas Anderson could be considered a little bit of a reclamation project. He was, after all, the number seven overall pick in the draft just a couple of years ago. And the Kings are a team that's probably looking to start getting this rebuild kicked into high gear. I mean, we'll see how they look to go. But, you know, if you're the Kings and you're picking at number 60 and there's nobody there that you really feel like you need to have, then I think this is a good trade for them. I think it's also a great trade for the Rangers because it was just getting to the point where it didn't really seem like this was going to work out with Leah Anderson and the New York Rangers. It might be a classic case of a guy who just needed a change of scenery. But, I mean, really, it's just been one thing after the next ever since Leah Anderson came to the Rangers. And listen, I was still going to continue to root for Leas Anderson while he was with the Rangers. I mean, it wouldn't really make any sense to root against him. We want this high draft pick to eventually run into form and eventually become a key contributor to the Rangers, which is what you expect when you pick somebody number seven overall in the NHL draft. And there might be some Ranger fans out there right now who don't necessarily like this trade. They think that, ah, well, you know, to trade the former number seven overall pick in exchange for the number 60 overall pick, that's a bit of a downgrade. And you're not wrong about that, but at the same time, I think if you're the Rangers, you just have to cut your losses at a certain point because it just has not been clicking for Leas Anderson and the New York Rangers. I know that Jeff Gorton had previously stated that he was looking to get a first-round pick in exchange for Leas Anderson, but I think that was just kind of a classic case of GM posturing. They all do it. They all set a high asking price for everything, so I definitely don't fault Gordon for putting it out there that he would be looking for a first-round pick, but really... I mean, what team in their right mind is going to give the Rangers a first-round pick for Leas Anderson? I think the Rangers did pretty well to get a second-round pick for Leas Anderson. And in previous episodes, I've talked about how I'm signing on the dotted line. If there's any team in the NHL that wants to hand the Rangers a second-round pick in exchange for Leas Anderson, sign me up. Let's do the trade. Let's shake hands. Let's make this thing happen. Leas Anderson, a guy who has nine total points in 66 career NHL games and someone who, to put it mildly, has proven to be completely unreliable. And if you need an example that it's just always something with Leas Anderson, how about the fact that he was recently suspended about a week ago, suspended five games in the SHL for an illegal hit. It was a really bad hit to the head of his opponent, Jonas Berglund. Uh, Berglund had the puck. He just kind of cleared the puck out of his zone, and Anderson approaches him from the side and just kind of launches his right shoulder into Berglund's jaw. It is always something with Leas Anderson. And this 
This actually happened about a week ago, and I probably should have mentioned it on here, the Leah Anderson suspension, but in a week where, again, think about everything that's been happening. We just had the draft. We've got free agency tomorrow. We've got the buyout of Henrik Lundqvist. We've got the trade of Mark Stahl. We've got Jack Eichel trade rumors. Am I really going to sit here and talk about Leah Anderson instead of Henrik Lundqvist? Forget it. It's not worth any of our time to do that. Henrik Lundqvist is a franchise icon, and with Leah Anderson, again, anytime I mention his name on here, it sounds like something bad is happening. Now, recently, he actually had been playing pretty well overseas with the SHL. In eight preseason games with HV71, Leah Anderson racked up 12 points to lead the league, five goals and seven assists, and he was off to a nice start in the regular season as well. A goal and three assists through the first four regular season games... So surprisingly, it actually looked like things were kind of trending in the right direction for Leah Anderson. I mean, it's baby steps, but to see him get off to that nice of a start overseas, definitely a positive thing for the Rangers. Uh, whether you still consider Leah Anderson to be part of your plans going forward or whether you're looking to move him in a trade, which is what the Rangers ultimately did, it was still nice to see Leah Anderson get off to such a nice start over there. But I guess things were just going a little too well for Leah Anderson, and he just had to sabotage himself by doing something really stupid and illegally putting his shoulder into somebody's jaw. And again, every time I mention Leas Anderson, it's rarely to talk about anything good on here. And it's always something. Either he's unproductive with the Rangers, or he doesn't want to play in the AHL, or he's demanding a trade, or he's not speaking with members of the Rangers front office, or he's throwing his silver medal into the crowd at the World Juniors, or now he's getting suspended for a really dirty hit. Again, I guess things were just going a little bit too well for Leas Anderson, and he just felt the need to do something to change that. Who needs this headache? Who needs this kind of a headache for a guy who has nine points in 66 career NHL games? Not me, and apparently not the Rangers either, because again, they trade him to the Los Angeles Kings. He's the Kings problem now. And the nice thing about this is this might be it for Leah Anderson. For all of us talking about Leah Anderson on this show, I don't think we ever have to do it again. Well, you know, actually, there, there might be one more Leah Anderson episode because a bunch of us at Locked On are looking to set up a couple of crossover episodes based on what happens with trades and free agency over these next few days. And so we might end up doing a crossover episode with Locked On Kings where we would obviously talk about the Leah Anderson trade. But that's it. No more Leah Anderson after that. I don't think that it's completely impossible that he turns his career around at some point there. But again, he just has been a massive headache for this team pretty much ever since he got here. And there wasn't really any good signs that he was going to turn it around. I mean, I know he started to play well in the SHL uh, this season, but the good news with Leas Anderson was few and far between ever since he got here to the Rangers. So that's it. We'll take our chances with Cooley. I really don't think it'd go anywhere near as bad with Cooley as it did with Leas Anderson. Just wanted to take a minute to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Built Bar. It is the best tasting protein and energy bar that I have ever had. It's kind of hard to explain. You just have to experience it for yourself. It's got real chocolate, amazing flavors, and unlike a lot of other protein bars, energy bars, you don't need a gallon of water to get rid of that weird, funky aftertaste that sometimes comes with the other bars. It's just good, and it actually kind of tastes quite a bit like a candy bar. It has an amazing combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar. There are no crazy additives, and if you compare it to the most popular men's bar, Cliff, it is half the calories, seven times fewer carbs, seven times fewer sugar grams, and more protein. How can it be that good and taste that good? I don't know. You just got to try it for yourself. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off of your first box at BuiltBar.com. Once again, use promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off your first box at www.BuiltBar.com. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by RockAuto.com. 
With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning, like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, and have to wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse just happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Getting back to the draft, the next pick by the Rangers is Oliver Tarnstrom, a center. He goes in the third round, number 92 overall, six foot one, 169 pounds, played with AIK J20 of Super Elite this past season. You may also be interested to know that this is a third-round pick that originally belonged to the Stars, but the Rangers acquired this pick in the trade that sent Matt Zuccarello to Dallas. So no pressure for Oliver Tonstrom, just trying to replace one of the most popular Rangers of the past 25 years. No pressure whatsoever. But yeah, you know, it took the Rangers a little longer to take a center than I think a lot of us expected. We will wait and see if that means that Ryan Strom will be back next year and or if the Rangers are looking to trade for a center or go get one in free agency, which starts tomorrow at noon. They entered this draft with center is probably the biggest weakness on the team. And certainly, uh, at least as of now, that still seems to be the case. Uh, Tarnstrom went earlier than a lot of mock drafts had him going. He was projected as a about a fifth rounder in most cases. But the Rangers, they must see something here that they liked. Either that or they just felt like they had waited long enough and they really needed to take a center at this spot in the draft. Uh, look, if this is their guy, then I don't have a problem with them quote-unquote reaching and selecting him because you never know what can happen if you try to wait to, to pick somebody. Obviously, the Rangers thought he was underrated coming into this draft, and if one of the other 30 NHL teams feels the same way, then they might go ahead and take Tarnstrom, and the Rangers would miss their opportunity and basically just be out of luck. And Tarnstrom had a nice showing with the AIK Super Elite team this past season. He scored 11 goals, dished out 23 assists in the 41 games, and look, the Rangers need centers. There were centers projected to go higher than Tarnstrom, but the Rangers, obviously, again, they saw something here that they really liked. Only time will tell if they gambled and won here with Tarnstrom. Definitely an interesting pick. Guy who's a little bit undersized, but somebody who got some solid reviews here among scouts. This comes from Silver Seven Sens, and they say... One of the draft's bigger sleeper picks, Oliver Tarnstrom is a zippy forward who seems to be able to think the game at a similar speed. His 34 points in 41 games isn't exactly standout, but he was the strongest play driver on one of the Super Elite's weakest teams, elevating play of those around him. He's also one of the draft's youngest players as a late August birthday. And then this comes to us from Jimmy Hamron. He is a scout and player agent for McKean's Hockey. Lanky and quite skilled center, a bit high-picked here, but we had him getting drafted. I like the tools, needs to work on his all-around game. So we'll see how it goes with Tarnstrom, but obviously the Rangers reaching a little bit here. There must be something that they like about all of our Tarnstrom, and hey, this team needs to add some centers, so they did it a little bit later than a lot of us expected at number 92 overall here, but eventually they got the job done. You never know. I don't think we see Tarnstrom this season, but 
given that the Rangers, again, they're a little bit thin at center. They don't have a ton of prospects at that position. Uh, Tarnstrom probably sooner or later going to get a chance to play with the Rangers and show what he can do. Although, again, I don't think it'll be this season upcoming. We move to the fourth round, and the Rangers use their fourth round selection to choose Dylan Garand with the number 103 overall pick. Garand is a goalie from the WHL, and it's never a bad thing to have some organizational depth at the goalie position. Garand was actually one of two goalies chosen by the Rangers in this draft. They also selected Hugo Oyas in the seventh round. We'll talk about him probably in tomorrow's episode. I don't think we're going to get to him today. But, you know, goalies are kind of a crapshoot in the draft, and so it doesn't hurt to just kind of take a stab at it, especially when you've got John Davidson in the room and you got to figure he's probably pretty good at spotting goaltending talent. you got to remember the Rangers, of course, took Igor Shesterkin in the fourth round back in 2014, and that seems to be about to pay off in a big way. And for any Alex Georgiev fans out there, Georgiev was undrafted and the Rangers got their hands on him. So, you know, he's clearly outperformed the fact that he was undrafted. He's at least been, you know, decent in the NHL thus far. And, you know, you look at Henrik Lundqvist, obviously JD wasn't calling the shots back then, but Henrik Lundqvist was a seventh-round draft pick, and there were 21 goalies picked in front of him. So goalies, again, it's a crapshoot, and I think if you see somebody that you like here, it's worth it to take a little bit of a stab at him. Uh, the Rangers also took, in 2018, Olaf Lindbaum, a goalie, and Tyler Wall, in 2016, another goalie. So they've really stockpiled some netminders through the draft, and we'll see what happens. I will be very curious to know what the pecking order is going to be next season as far as goalies are concerned, because... You know, Shesterkin, it looks like he's going to be the franchise goalie. We're all excited about him, rightfully so. But after that, you know, is is Alex Georgiev back with the team next season? If he's not back, do we see a Tyler Wall or an Olaf Lindblom backing up Shesterkin? How will the goalies line up in the AHL? Could the Rangers look to add a veteran backup? It's a very fluid situation. Uh, certainly, I don't expect to see Garand with the Rangers next season, but he's got a chance here to sort of fight his way up the pecking order because after Shesterkin, it seems pretty wide open right now. Now, obviously, if Georgiev re returns to the Rangers next season, then he'll be on the Ranger roster. It'll be him and Shesterkin going forward. But yeah, you know, a lot of young goalies in this Ranger organization. And hey, if you want a prominent role, if you want to carve out a path to the NHL, you've got an opportunity if you're a goalie with the Rangers because I don't think there's really a set pecking order after Shesterkin and Georgiev if Georgiev is back. So we will see what happens there. Uh, as for Garen, I'll read you guys a couple of scouting reports here. This comes to us from Elite Prospects. They say, he moves laterally with both speed and precision, not overshooting his marks often and recovering well when he happens to misread a shot or the play breaks down in front of him. When there's a scramble in front of the net, he's confident enough in himself that he doesn't try to fall on the puck either. He stays on his knees and gets into position. And this comes to us from Justin Froyce. He is head of Western Canadian Scouting for FC Hockey. Small, highly athletic goaltender in the crease with some good tools at his disposal. Can put his team on his back or lay an egg on any given night. Consistency in his approach is needed. Busy in the crease. And in case you guys want his stats from the WHL this past season, 42 appearances. Obviously, it was a shortened campaign. And this was Garen's first year as a starter. He goes 28 10, 2, and 1 with a 2.21 goals against average, a 9.21 save percentage, and four shutouts. His goals against average and save percentage were both third best in the WHL, and his four shutouts were tied for fourth. So he had a really nice season for himself there, some really impressive numbers. And I think at this point in the draft, you know, we're into the fourth round here. Never hurts to, like I said, have some depth at goalie, and the Rangers found somebody that they liked here. 
And with John Davidson in the room, obviously somebody who can look at goalies and probably have a good idea of whether they're cut out for the NHL or not. So I really like the pick here. It's the fourth round. It's starting to get a little bit later. You're just going for guys that you have a good feeling about and uh, even guys that are a little bit of a dart throw, guys who just have some sneaky upside that uh, you know maybe aren't household names going into the draft. But I think the Rangers probably really like this pick. And again, I'll put my faith in John Davidson uh, being in the room and selecting a goalie. But I think that's good for today. We've covered the first three Ranger draft picks of day two, and so we've got another four left for tomorrow. They are Evan Vierling, a center, Brett Berard, another center, Matthew Remp, another center, and Hugo Oyas, a goalie, to get through tomorrow. And we're obviously also going to be keeping an eye on free agency, who leaves the Rangers for another team, who comes from another team to the Rangers, as well as some of the other uh, bigger moves that happen around the NHL. So we got a lot to do tomorrow as well. But again, you know, I didn't want to just rush through every single pick from day two. I mean, first of all, there were seven of them, so I would have had to just kind of fly through all of them. I want to have a chance to talk about each one of them individually, at least a little bit each, read some scouting reports for you guys. Just kind of try to give you guys a feel of who these guys are as players. Hopefully I've done that so far, but definitely come back for tomorrow's episode because again, we got free agency starting at noon Eastern time. Gonna be very exciting. Gonna be a lot of fun. Gonna be very interesting to see what the Rangers do or do not do when free agency begins. It's gonna be probably a sprint like it always is, and we'll definitely be looking forward to that. And then of course, we'll talk about it on tomorrow. Friday's episode. So definitely 100% come back for that. If you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to lockedonnyrangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is lockedonnyrangers at gmail.com. And definitely be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time.